Why you always in a mood? Fucking around, acting brand new. I ain't trying to tell you what to do. Try to play cool. Baby, I am playing by the rules. Everything, Everything looks better, better with, with a view. Of Jenna. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's your hosts, Nicolette and Jenna. Let's get ready to uncork and unwind. Are you blushing? No, I'm more just like grumpy. <laughs> Same. Hey guys. We're both grumpy today. Yeah. You know. Good moods yesterday. Great moods. Or good moods last week. Great moods last week. This week, not so much. Just, you know, overwhelmed. The You know, the weather is gloomy. And I just think that always will affect my mood. Mm-hmm. Well, so we're going to try to push yeah. through because we are very limited on time like free time so bear with us i'm sure like as we go it'll be fine but yes what better way to cheer ourselves up with some wine reviews am i right 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 you can go first nikki i'm drinking a tempranillo 2017 rioja it's by javier san pedro actually uh, keith picked this out i love spanish wine i feel like every time i have a wine from a different region region i'm like i love that wine it's 14.1 percent alcohol is very smooth and it's just an easy drinker you don't need to have it with food uh you can enjoy it on its own so i'm gonna give it a 3.8 out of 5 hmm that's that's pretty good good price yeah i think so i don't know because keith got it so mine is also a bargain a bargain wine like it's a good price it's only 11.99 it's long barn pinot noir I've said it once, I've said it twice, I've said it three times, and I'll say it again. I'm on a Pinot Noir kick, okay? Or a red wine kick, I should say. So anyway. Love that. This one's a 2018. It's from California. Just really only California wines lately. I think last week's was also California. But yeah, I really like it. Kind of like what you said, you can kind of drink it on its own. It's probably better with food. I feel like most drinks like are in a sense, or most wines. Yeah. But I would probably still rate this like... Yeah, you said 3.8. I'm going to rate it the same. 3.8 out of 5. Whoa. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. So that's that. I just wanted to, like, I don't think the male population understands how much maintenance goes into, like, being a girl. And Mm. I feel like we could just maybe touch on that and educate the 19% that listen to this podcast that are men. (laughs) Wait, I love how the percentage changes every week. We're like 17, 18, 16, 19, 20. Listen, our stats change. It's one of those ranges. I just, the first number that comes to head that's in the teens, I'm like, that's the amount for this week. Yeah. So I got, I just got my hair done and I got there for an 11 o'clock appointment and I ended at like 4.30. That is a full day just to fix your hair. And it's dedication. It is. I desperately needed it. And then it's like, I have a nail appointment tomorrow to make sure my nails are ready for Hawaii. Even though by the time this episode's out, I'm going to be there already. We are mm-hmm. obviously pre-recording. And then it's like, I have an eyebrow appointment. And I'm like, I want to self-tan before I go because I'm so pacey. I'm like, do people even, re- or do guys even realize like how much effort we put into like cleaning, not cleaning, maintenance. It's insane. And money. I don't think guys know and I think when you're you get into a relationship with a girl you start to realize like Keith is still in the realization phase oh. of how much money I spend on pampering and 
keep upkeeping my beauty. Yeah. So we were actually in Target the other day and I was picking out some face masks and he was like, oh, only $3? Like you can buy as many as you want. This is awesome. Like that's so cheap. He's like, it's so much better than the $80 masks that you buy because I <laughs> he got me once like a Summer Fridays oh. mask and it was literally like $75. And I said to him the other day, actually, I was like, why did you even buy that for me? Like it, you don't agree with the prices. And he's like, I don't know, because you it like it makes you happy and you like it. So I just bought it. But mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. I was like, do you understand what it takes to like – you only get one face. You got to upkeep the skin. Mm-hmm. You got to upkeep the hair. You know, if you're waxing, you got to upkeep with the waxing. It's like thousands and thousands of dollars. It's insane. I actually saw this TikTok of this woman who – I mean, she was getting like a lot mm-hmm. of like – Procedures like she was getting Botox twice a year and she had a physical tra- – a personal trainer and mm-hmm. all this stuff. But like her yearly bill for pampering mm-hmm. herself was $30,000. And don't even get me started on oh. purchasing products like face care and skin care and yeah. um, body products yes. and makeup. Makeup. Like – Shampoo. Hair care. Yeah. Yeah. Don't – like I, if she added that, she'd be way over $30,000, which is just crazy. But – That's insane. And it's like – it's weird that we – automatically feel like we have to be so up kept like is that the right word up kept mm-hmm. yeah it's like kind of weird how we feel like we have to do that like you know what I mean I mean granted it makes it makes me feel good like obviously when I have my nails and go get my hair done and stuff it's the best and like I think during quarantine like every girl kind of just like had to be like nope I'm gonna be in my most natural state yeah. ever because you yeah. couldn't do anything and probably saved a lot of money, but it's just so wild to me. So I just had to get my thoughts out there on that because I'm so tired of sitting for so many hours in a chair, but it's all worth it. Yeah, I know. It really is like you're dedicating so much time to it. While we're talking about perception. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. I wrote this thought down a while ago and I've been meaning to bring it up. Perception on social media. You know, okay. like influencers are always like, my life is not as perfect as it seems on Instagram, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. I respect that because it's so true. Mm-hmm. And there's been times in my life where people are like, oh, your life looks so great and perfect. I'm so jealous. And I guess, uh-huh. sure, that could be a compliment at times, but it bothered me a lot when I was furloughed and I was going through, and I know we kind of talked about this last episode, I was going through a lot like mentally and emotionally and with my anxiety and stress. And Mm -hmm. there were literally people who said to me and people are like said to people around me that ended up getting back to me like, oh, she looks like she's doing just fine, like based off what they were seeing on Instagram or like, you know, saying like, oh, you're living at the shore, like everything's going great, like you're living this dream Mm -hmm. life in the summer. Like, no, you have no idea what's going on behind closed doors. Like what I put on Instagram, like me sitting out by the water or like me cheersing, like my friend on the deck that's one little moment in an entire day an entire week an entire month Mm -hmm. that nobody you know you're seeing one percent of people's lives and when it happened to me and i was like wait maybe i shouldn't be sharing as much or maybe i shouldn't be Ooh, (laughs) we just got interrupted by a shirtless keithy now i lost my train of thought (laughs) Uh, Nicolette's literally blushing. He, I like it made me take a step back, and I'm like, maybe I don't want to share as much because I don't want people thinking I'm, you know, living a picture perfect life or that I'm so happy or so this or so that. And then I was like, 
you know what, I don't really care. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. But it made me think to myself, the next time you're looking at like your favorite influencer or your friend or whoever it is, and you're like, wow, this person has it all. This person has a great life or like, I'm so jealous or I wish I had that. Mm -hmm. Rethink it. And obviously it can be taken as a compliment, but it also puts a lot of pressure on somebody. What are your thoughts, Jenna? You're doing a lot of nodding no. and agreeing. Sorry. No, I no, I no, I totally agree. I feel like like you're not gonna put your struggles out online mm-hmm. or like on your Insta story because one, people will be like, Oh, you're looking for pity. Or two, no one needs to know your business yeah. unless it's someone like close to you. And like we obviously have a lot of followers, people that we may not even know, and it's just mm-hmm. like not something that necessarily needs to be like put out there. And you're so right. Like, I remember a lot of YouTubers will come on and be like, you guys are always, like, you're judging, you know, if it's, like, a couple's vlog. You're judging our relationship based off of a 10-minute vlog that Mm -hmm. we recorded over three days. Yeah. Think about 10 minutes in three days. Like, you're like, you don't see anything. And obviously, like, in those cases, like, you're going to put your best self forward just like you put your best photo up on Instagram or your best story or, like, your best happiest moments. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only and, thing that goes on social media. Right. And rightfully so. I mean, it's I mean, it's supposed to be, like, a, a place for positivity or for the most part, you know? Yeah. Unless you have a platform, you can use it for other things. But, yeah. no, I totally agree with that. And, like, from the outside, like, obviously I knew what you were going through. Mm-hmm. But from the outside, I could see why people were like, oh, she's literally thriving. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you were making, like, these beautiful tie-dye pieces and, mm-hmm. and working out, working on that, Insta- you know, your tie-dye mm-hmm. Instagram and your mm-hmm. personal. And you were taking really cool pictures. Meanwhile, like, you taking a boomerang of you sitting on your balcony literally is a six-second mm-hmm. boomerang. And you could have yeah. done that and then went and, and had an anxiety attack. Who knows? Yeah. We I don't know. know. You know? That's it's just so all for crazy. that, like, aesthetic yeah. But I also think everyone, especially during quarantine, who was struggling, was trying their best to pretend like they weren't. I'm not saying you were pretending face. like you weren't. No, yeah. But like everyone was put putting on a, on a happy, positive mm-hmm. face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, I was going to say one more thing regarding, I forget, but. Remember. Should I put a book on my head? <laughs> that helps you remember things? Wait, you never knew that? No. Pod fam, did you know that? Yeah, that's like a thing. If you put like a book on your head, it's supposed to, it's supposed to remember. You're supposed to remember. Wow, I've never ever heard that. It was a thought about social media, and I just oh, I remember. Mm. See, it worked. It worked. So I follow this influencer, Sarah's Day, and she's like, she's from Australia, and she has a kid, and she shows like the rawness of like a kid. She'll post her kid having a tantrum, being like, "You guys think Fox is perfect? That's her. That's his name." He's not. Like, he has tantrums. I have really hard, exhausting days. He's on, like, a sleep regression. There's days I get, like, no Mm -hmm. sleep, et cetera. And, like, she's running, like, a few businesses, so she's obviously busy, whatever. Um, But she has, like, a beautiful body. And, like, she works for that body, so, like, Mm -hmm. rightfully so. But she's on this, like, retreat right now with a bunch of – basically anyone in Australia could have signed up for it. Mm -hmm. And – I was going through, like, her tagged photo, so, like, pictures tagged of her. And I went, I am by no way, like, saying that this that she doesn't, like, look good. But the photos that she was being tagged in weren't the way she was posing in her regular photos. So, like, her body looked different. And I'm saying it still looked bomb. But I was like, wow, I can't believe, like, how fixed. And I know we kind of touched on this last week, but how easy it is to pose and yeah. know your own angles and what you look best in. Like, whatever mm-hmm. your perception of what you how you look. Meanwhile, like, someone could post a picture of you slightly turned two degrees to the left and you could look a little wider than normal (laughs) or 
or gross. And I'm just like, yeah. wow, I really, we, we really need to stop looking at social media and – And like letting our perceptions just, guide us about a person. Right. Yeah. Right. Talking about like being real on social media. Do you know Jenna Kramer? She's like yes. a country artist. So her and mm-hmm. her husband cheated on her. He had like a cheating like disorder where he would just like cheat on everyone he's been with. And Aren't actually, like they still together though? They're still together. So they work – They like they have a podcast. It. They have a podcast called Wind Down – and on one of their episodes, by the time this comes out, it'll be an older episode, but it happened recently. On one of their episodes, they're talking about like they had a huge blowout fight and Jenna Kramer posted a picture of herself crying in bed on Instagram. And she took the picture mm-hmm. in the moment in the fight and posted it once this episode came out because they like discussed the fight on the episode. And mm-hmm. when she posted the picture on Instagram, she was like, I took this picture so I could look back and remember how I felt in this moment. Like I thought everything was over i didn't think there was any any coming out of like where we were i didn't think there was any like type of light at the end of the tunnel i really thought we weren't going to be able to get past this or move forward and we did she was like this is a reminder like if you're fighting and it's the good fight it's worth it it was like such an eye-opening post i was like i would never post that of myself but then i was like this is their whole this is their whole podcast basically is like about working on relationships and getting through you know those humps and those issues so I thought it was ballsy and really brave of her to post all of that, and I respect it. Especially knowing how many followers she has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I respect it, too, and I think that we respect it more when it comes from a stranger that we might, like, look up to or just, yeah. like, an influencer in general because I think in those cases, they're the ones that make you feel like your life isn't perfect more than, like, me watching your story mm-hmm. because we obviously relate more lifestyle-wise, mm-hmm. but... Or like, you know, how people say like when a, you know, if a, a YouTuber, because they make so much money, complains about money. And you're just like, yeah. you literally have no idea. Like you make disgusting money, but at the same mm-hmm. time, they're allowed to have the same complaints as you. Their lifestyle yeah. is different. They have employees, like whatever. There's so much more behind it. But I just, I don't know. I like when people are raw and real. And like, even now there's been such a shift. I feel like I keep referring to YouTube because I used to watch so much of it. Yeah. But there's such a shift in the YouTube community where, like, everything used to be perfect. Their videos were perfect. Their morning routines were perfect. And now everyone's showing the real and raw, yeah. Yeah. like, raw moments of their day. You without makeup. You ha- at how you look when you first wake up. And it's making outsiders or viewers be mm-hmm. like, okay, so I'm not the only one who rolls out of bed with a puffy face and oily skin and, like, all this stuff. But meanwhile, like... You asked me a few years ago and I watched your morning routine. You're waking up looking glamorous yeah. because it's all set up and planned. It's all set up. But like up, when yeah. you're young and you're not like mature, you're not going to think mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a little naive and be like, oh my gosh. Well, like, And then it leads to being like, well, if I do exactly what they do, then I'll I'll have a, a day like them or I'll mm-hmm. look like them or I'll act like them or I'll be like them. It's it's so brainwashing. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I thought of this, but Haley Bieber like launched a YouTube recently and – I've kind of been like fangirling over her. Wait, Nicolette, we are so on the same wavelength. I've never f- cared. Classic, six Classic. o'clock. Sorry, everyone. I've never cared for Haley or Justin Bieber. I'm so sorry to you believers out there. Same shit. Yeah. I watched her YouTube video and I was like, oh my gosh, I love her. I followed her on Instagram. Wait, I love her now. Also, like we had that Justin Bieber like Zoom album release party thing. We've been doing a lot of virtual events. And Haley, I heard just Justin like totally got sidetracked during this like Zoom thing that we had with him for work. And he was like, oh my God, like my beautiful wife is here. Um, 
I love her so much. And she came in and was like, hi, everyone. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I like was more excited to see Haley Bieber than friggin' Justin Bieber. I'm like, who am I? Yeah. You know what it She's is, though? Gorgeous. I was So I watched – she is so gorgeous. I watched um, her – Who's in my bathroom with Kendall Jenner? Mm-hmm. And I was like literally laughing Crying because laughing. you got to see her personality. And she, yes. I was watching another interview and she basically was saying that she hides so much of who she is because she's so scared because she's so out there in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. So it's like from the outside to me, her, her, you know, she comes across almost like as a bitch. And that's just yeah. like, I'm so not trying to judge. Like I know, I literally know nothing about her. And I kind of had that realization after I watched the YouTube video. I was like, damn, Jenna, like you literally judged her based off yeah. of like petty too, like though. celeb drama you know mm-hmm. what I mean I judged her too but then I got like a little taste of her personality and I was like oh my god you're acting like how I would in the bathroom with a friend yes. drinking she's, tequila she's like, so cute so I love I loved her morning routine that she showed and she has this like eye vibrator yeah. and then she has like the face vibrator yes. and I was like I need all of these things I saw it in Target and Keith is like no no like dragging me away he's like you don't need oh. any more face tools Bringing it full circle back to beauty products. Yes. Need to spend money on the beauty products. You do. Wait, I feel like $3 a mask is actually kind of expensive for one face sheet. I know. That's what I said. I was like, you realize that's not that good. When you spend $75, you get like a million uses out of it. Right. Yeah. And I I don't really like face sheet masks. I found some good ones though. All the Vitamask ones really? are really good. Do they really do anything though? Mm-hmm. I'm like a little bit of a, I'm I'm like sketchy when it comes to face masks. Sometimes I feel like it's like a placebo. Yeah, I mean, I think some are, but I've I found some good ones. I really like Vitamask. I actually like feel like I see a difference, especially the next day. But I've been trying to do a lot like a better morning skincare routine, mm-hmm. and like I've been doing a lot of eye patches in the morning while I drink my coffee, and I feel like it's been making a difference. But I don't know. It's all about the before and after picks. I got to yeah. start doing them. I used to have like such an elaborate skincare routine with like sort of bougie products. And now I have the most simple skincare routine. But it's better that way. I do notice like my skin does better in sunnier weather. Like Same. in California, my skin was probably at its best. Yeah. Like ever. Like I was totally confident with like zip on me. And the air out there is better. Yeah. You know, and then I come here and if there's like a little humidity, like I'll have some like, yeah. you know, simple breakouts. I'm very blessed. I've never had, like, horrible cystic acne or anything like that. But I've definitely played around with a lot of products, like, skincare products. Mm -hmm. I just feel like sometimes less is more, especially if you do have, like, acne-prone skin, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I have to try those face masks, though. Yeah. Vitamasks, if you're listening, not Spawn. The one that from Ole Hendrickson that you recommended, the cool poor oh, one. I love that one. That one you told me to get back in like December and I got it and I love that one. So I don't really know if it does anything, but I like the feeling. I love the feeling. I feel like it does a little bit, but I also like – so I think two masks that act- – actually three. Three that actually make a difference for me is the Ordinary Red one, the BHA Peel one, the Drunk Elephant one that I was doing on a podcast a few times ago. Oh, I've never used the ordinary one. It's really good and it actually makes a difference. I see it the next day. And then the third one is the jet lag mask by Summer Fridays. It's like $70, but it like actually moisturizes your face. It it really works and you just feel hydrated and it kind of helps with my pores. So I recommend all those. So do you use the jet lag mask as more of like a nighttime moisturizer and mm-hmm. you just wash it off in the morning? Because mm-hmm. I have the travel size one and I used it literally once and I was like, I don't really understand the hype. 
I use it overnight as a moisturizer if I'm feeling really dry. And then I, should pr- I yeah. only use it as a mask this first time a few days ago and I loved it. And I did it in the morning with my eye patches and then I washed it all off and I put my normal like moisturizer with yeah. SPF in it. I just started of using course. it. Of course. I feel like as we get older, we appreciate mornings and like morning routines more. Like my nighttime routine is yeah. always kind of different like timing wise. But like my morning routine, I have like such a structure to it. Mm-hmm. That, like, I almost, like, look forward to your morning. My mentor always says that, like, you should find pleasure in everything. So, like, if you – or if you are going to be dreading doing something, add pleasure to it. So, like, say you're going to be doing a lot of work on the computer, like, have a nice latte next to you or, like, a nice breakfast next to you that makes the experience, like, a little bit better. And just, like, finding those, like, small wins for the day in a mm-hmm. sense or, like, something to look forward to. Like, if you make a bomb smoothie, like, all right, after I finish this, I get to, like, eat that smoothie or, you know, something so simple. So I've been really trying to work on finding little pleasures throughout the day that just make it a little bit easier, you know? Yeah. I love that. Nicolette is currently yelling at the boys, the things she does for the podcast. They played Xbox all day. I need 40 minutes. Should we get into Xbox right now? Do you want to let some steam off? Oh, my God. It's just so annoying. Right. Gosh. Right. These boys just dedication. don't understand the dedication and the hard work. No. The blood sweat I love how you can, like, yell at Dan. Yeah, Dan, we're outing you right now. Because, like, he's, like, your best friend. Like, you were friends with him before you even met Keith. So it's just funny that you can, like, treat him like a brother. I literally Like, how you just handle that is how I would have handled an issue with my brother. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm freaking I was done. like, my mic is literally picking up what you're saying. And he goes, I don't care. That's not my problem. Tell Dan to come say that to my freaking face. Yeah, literally. Rude. Now I'm all thrown Ugh, off. Boys. Because I'm feeling some type well, of way. What can we rip on? <laughs> I know. This rain is just killing my vibe. I haven't even worked out today, which I don't even know what I'm going to get to. That always stresses me out. Like okay. I like fiend to move and I'm like, yeah. but I don't know if I'm going to be able to and that's okay if I don't. I upped my um, move goal to 600 calories. Oh, did so. you? That's been my thing. I, like, enjoy getting, like, my steps in and stuff, but, like, I can't walk outside today, which I was originally going to do when I got home from my hair, mm-hmm. but it's raining, so, like, I'm kind of stuck. And I literally, like I said, sat all day, so I'm just, like, itching to... Yeah. I was, like, listening to old episodes. Aww. Oh, should we, should we say it in this episode? Because it's yeah, going to be out for April. Hopefully it actually happens in April. So... Potentially, so we okay. Let me backtrack. Nicola and I yeah. got reached out on our Uncork and Unwind podcast email by this guy, basically saying that he was selecting like three hundred like smaller podcasts, mm-hmm. and he was launching this new website called Audea, and basically it was going to be like the YouTube of of podcasting. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like very audio based. So with regular podcasting, when you like upload a new episode you can't like hashtag anything so like someone can't just like go in the search bar and look up like wine reviews or relationship advice like you Mm -hmm. have to know the podcast name in order to like find it subscribe to it and etc basically this new website you'd be able to search like how to get a guy or instagram intervention or mental health and yeah right a dating advice and a bunch of episode or audio clips would pop up and you can just kind of go from there and click, and that's how people find you and blah, blah, blah. It's a really cool concept. So anyway, we at first were like, um, is this a scam? We literally thought we were being And Nicolette scammed. being, like, so professional, do you want to take over? You you were like, I'm going to email back and, like, 
Yeah. Set up a Zoom meeting. I did a little stalking because I was like, I'm not trying to get us like involved with some creeper here. Also, like, is this some sort of scam? Like, there's got to be a catch. So Mm -hmm. I emailed him. We, like, set up this Zoom meeting. Jenna had, like, her blue light glasses on. She was at the kitchen table with a notepad and pen. I was like, oh, my God, this is on Cork's, like, first official meeting. Are we Alex Cooper first or official. what? <laughs> and we had this meeting, and it went great. And he explains it all to us. And, you know, he's mm-hmm. capping it at 300 podcasts. So we're going to be the first ones, like, on this platform getting the exposure. And yeah. hopefully it'll be a success. And there's really no ties. There's no catch. It's like we still own the rights to all of our you know material mm-hmm. and our podcasts that we've already published and nothing changes it's actually just like a great addition to what we're already doing but yeah so yeah just like another platform but mm-hmm. i feel like it's more accessible for people to find us who don't know us right who don't know us yeah so hopefully it'll be yeah. a great exposure opportunity he's also trying to like eventually make it a great way to link you with certain companies that might make a great sponsor uh, for your right. show. So that's really great. And yeah, we've kind of been keeping it on the DL for a couple months because we still like we're waiting for it to get all set up. But yeah. So right. it's supposed to happen in sometime in April. So mm-hmm. that's why we're telling you guys now since it's now April. Now April. <laughs> but yeah, like we 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 were really excited. I feel like after that meeting we were kind of we called each other after like just yeah. us two and we were like, what are our thoughts? And we were like, honestly, like it can't hurt us. It can't so hurt. like we might as well just try. And if it's successful, like that's pretty cool that we were like one of the first three hundred. And he like found us through Facebook. So like honestly, whoever I don't even know. Like Facebook I guess is where I it's don't even at. know. Because yeah. We have no idea. I was so pumped about that. But I don't know. The the concept was really, really cool. So mm-hmm. I kind of hope that it does, like, take off how they project it well. Yeah. But anyway, my whole point of explaining that was that I, we kind of have to break up all of our old episodes and so that we can upload smaller clips, like, you know, like five, ten-minute clips on certain topics and whatever. So it's a little bit more of, like, work for us, but yeah. I feel like it'll be worth it. But so anyway, so I was listening to old episodes for that reason. And like, it's so crazy how much we've changed already and like Mm. matured and like gotten so adjusted to like talking and we don't say um and like as much and it just flows better. I was like, oh my God, we've really grown, you know? We have. I feel like we're so much more comfortable. I remember when like we would first record, I would be really nervous. I still sometimes get nervous, but... It's good because yeah. everything is always editable. Editable. Yes. I don't know if that's a word. Um, <laughs> it's nice because it's never live. And when we do our virtual parties, we always tell the artists, like, it's great because this isn't live. So if you say something and you want to backtrack, we could backtrack. <laughs> so that's what we but, can do. Yeah, seriously. There's a little bit of comfort knowing that, like, you have control mm-hmm. over, like, editing and stuff like that. But, yeah, it was just cool. Because, like, like, in the beginning, obviously, we, we had, like, kind of like primary topics or or whatever and like we mm-hmm. still sort of have like topics but we kind of we don't talk about what we want to talk about before we just kind of record yeah. and go from there and like as our days go on if we think of something randomly like we'll just like add it to our shared note of just like things we might want to like touch on that kind of opens up like a new can of worms so yeah. I don't know it's, it's like- crazy how much like we've grown and opened up and stuff I really like how now we structure our episodes it's like a natural like free-flowing conversation and it ends up just being naturally like one, two or like three different topics where in the beginning we would have like not a script but we would have like the topic we were covering and then every bullet point that we had to hit. 
So it was almost a little yes. more forced in a way, even though everything yes. we were saying was genuine and natural and not natural, but genuine and like we let it flow. But yes. yeah, it flows better now. So I think snaps so too. us. Yes. Snap, you know what? Snaps for us. And everyone say a prayer that this um, new website launches and takes off and does well. And you guys better mm-hmm. be supporting us over on there as well. Please and thank you. Thank so, you. Yeah, we're, we're excited. A lot of things coming. A lot of changes. Yeah. But all for the best. Heck yeah. As we just went on a ramp being like, our combos just flow now. <laughs> Nicola and I are just staring at each other. <laughs> like, uh, okay, now what? We're like, uh, uh, we're just so tired today. Like, I have, like, zero energy, even though it probably doesn't seem like that in this podcast. I but. am super tired today, too. I don't know why. Is it raining by you? No, it's so in sunny. Ohio? It's beautiful out. We're oh. going to grill. Oh. What are you going to make for dinner? Uh, we're making steak and onions and peppers on the grill. <gasps> nice. Mm-hmm. So yum. Also, I'm really happy. Wait. Did we talk about the cocoa? Oh, my gosh. I was scrolling on TikTok, and I literally came across a TikTok of a guy explaining the whole uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch ordeal, and I was hysterical laughing because last week's episode, we touched on that. I was dying laughing in bed, and they are for sure shrimp tails. So, like, they're definitely shrimp there's tails. no denying that. And the plot thickened. Like, I guess I didn't read the whole story when I had first read it, so I looked through it again. There was, like, potentially, like, rat poop or, like, shrimp poop in the cinnamon toast crunch like baked into the pieces you have to go read the entire twitter chain it took me like 30 what? minutes to get through Ew. it's oh. insane i feel like i don't know i feel like this is gonna sound so weird but i feel like rat poop would almost be worse because like sometimes you do eat shrimp and the poop is still left there like they're yeah. always fully cleaned True. you know and like you don't really so i feel like if it's rat poop that's like a real big bad no-no bad whereas like the shrimp poop it could have just been caught in the tail that the mm-hmm. tail that should never be in the cereal so i just want to know was they're somebody, at a loss was somebody eating their lunch and just like throwing the shrimp tails into the unmixed <laughs> sugar like what was going on there why the hell were there shrimp tails in a cereal I don't know. Like, there factory? has to be an answer. There has to be an answer. And I was reading all, like, the reply tweets, and it was like, guys, we've eaten rat poop before. We've eaten this st- stuff before. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm literally cringing. Like, it was right after I ate dinner, too. Do you remember in high school, like, there was, like, a rumor that went out that Skippy peanut butter was made with rat poop? <gasps> yes. Like, where do we just like throw these lies around? And if that's the true, that if that's true, then that was the best tasting rat poop I ever had because I lived off Skippy peanut butter. Yeah, I mean you couldn't catch me dead eating that now. Mm-hmm. One ingredient peanut butter all the way. <laughs> but yeah, I was. You know what? I'm still torn up about the cinnamon toast crunch thing, and it just really got me thinking about everything else I'm eating. So yeah. Also, like after last week's episode, I was tipsy i went to go pour myself more wine and spilled wine all over the table and keith was like you're cut off (laughs) you chugged like three glasses in one episode Mm -hmm. in a matter of like 40 minutes 45 minutes yeah yep i was like what is wrong with me just casual It's okay once it's like i guess it was a good wine because you just kept going it was it was a good wine so controlling myself today yeah oh my god i'm literally yawning like this is like not okay you're going to have to cut out so much noise from them. My, this chair is so squeaky. I had to adjust the mic. It probably is going to sound like I was beating it up. Okay. I'll send the boys my bill for uh, the extra editing. Yeah. So they can be expecting that in the mail. My people will, will be in touch with their I'll, people. I'll relay the message. What else? 
Do you have like a favorite chapstick? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Summer Fridays. <laughs> literally, I put up. Oh, a, that, that lip gloss one. Yeah, I put up a whole. And this was a couple weeks ago now, but I put up a whole favorite beauty products. Uh, oh yeah, I did post. see that. And it has Summer Fridays lip balm on there. It's the best. Wait, how's your blog been going? Like, do you get you get to see like the traffic on the website, right, or whatever it's yeah. called? Yeah, I mean, it's been really good. You know, the more I post, the more traffic it receives. But it's really fun when I have the guest writers because then they'll share and then that'll attract more people. And Mm -hmm. it's been a great, like, networking opportunity too, just, like, meeting new people and having people express interest. I have a bunch of guest writers lined up. It's just everyone takes a while to get me their post. Allie's going to write something for me. Oh, cool. I actually want to ask Fob too to write something. So, yeah, I have, like, a whole list of people that I want to get to. I feel like Fob totally probably would. Mm-hmm. All right. All righty, all righty, all righty. Oh, my God, we should do an episode where we're just talking in accent. Do you think we'd be able to do that? I think people might want to kill us, though. Uh, would you say speaking in an accent the whole episode? I don't even know how to speak in yeah. accents. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> speak in accent. All right. We'll cut that idea. Mm-hmm. All right, take it away, Nikki. Shut the up. Okay. I was a sophomore in college and in a new relationship. My roommate was gone for class, so I told my boyfriend to come over. We were hanging out, (laughs) and of course, one thing led to the next, and we start to have sex. (laughs) Right as he was about to finish, I started to hear the key in the door. In a panic, I was like, shit, and went to push him off me, but it was a little too late. As I went to push him off, he he came all over my stomach. I grabbed the closest clothing item I had and managed to somehow throw it on and let the cum just seep into my shirt as my roommate walked in. It was traumatizing. Let's just say I ended up throwing out that shirt because it was never the same. Whoa, girl. I love that. You know what? You got to expect it in college, especially if your roommate's in a relationship. Isn't there like you put the sock on the door or something or the hair tie? Yeah, yeah, that's true. People did do that. But I also feel like sometimes, like, classes would get cut short and, like, you would never know. And then there was, like, no warning because you were like, oh, I got plenty of time mm-hmm. to have them over and kind of leave before they get back. Yeah. But that's uh, that's so funny. And, yeah, I, I think any shirt after that would never taste the same. Wait, mm-hmm. this is so gross. But, like, <laughs> all my guy friends from college used to say that, like, semen smelled like pancake batter. And now I can't smell pancake batter. Sorry, did I you ruin it for you? said this once. I did. I don't – Their garbage don't in their room always smell like disgusting pancake batter. I was like, I have to leave. This is gross. Wait, you could smell their semen in their garbage? Yeah, dude. Ew. Like whatever they would like jizz into. I don't know. It was disgusting. And it was – College boys. Like it was gross. It, it was, was making gross. their bathroom smell? Like no, I don't know. Their garbage – No, their garbage can – like, if you lift, lifted the lid to their garbage can, you got a whiff of old pancake batter. And it wasn't pancake batter. AKA okay, boys, semen. Okay, that's disgusting. Yeah. I don't know what kind of jizz they had going <laughs> on. But... <laughs> Damn. No, next time you smell, like, Bisquick. Is that what it's called, Bisquick? I don't, I don't use Bisquick. I use the real good stuff from Trader Joe's, okay? Oh, so that's probably why. But the Bisquick stuff, mm, yeah. identical. Okay. Anyway, I think that's okay. enough on semen um happy thirsty thursday way to close it out <laughs> yeah way to, wait, literally yeah happy thirsty thursday have a great day hopefully a better one than nicolette and i 
Sick. And um, maybe we'll catch you guys on Odea. We'll keep you guys yeah. updated on the Instagram. Hurry. Don't forget to follow us. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.